everyone, it's Carrie TV, and welcome back to this special series of 15 lessons I learned in 15 years of real estate. Today is episode number two. Okay, so if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so now, subscription link, so you get updated weekly on the new Carrie TV tips. Last week we started episode one, which talked about checking your emotions and understanding the emotional roller coaster of the real estate transaction. The second episode today comes from a property we just closed escrow on last month, actually in June, and some of the complications that came up. So this series is dedicated to walking you through some of the things that we deal with in each of our transactions and passing on that knowledge so you can watch out when you're in escrow or when you're house shopping or selling a home. So this episode today is dedicated to the online lender versus the traditional local mortgage broker. Things are changing. The world's changing, right? There's a lot more you can do online, buy online, research online. So my point today is make sure you do your research on each type of lender. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but know that there's going to be a completely different experience when you have an online lender versus a local mortgage broker. Now, first, it's important to shop rates, no matter where or who, online, locally. There's a myth about knocking your credit a lot when you're shopping. The mortgage bankers, they know that when you're shopping around, there's some lenience on that, so make sure you speak and ask those correct questions. But you definitely wanna to speak to two or three different people. Uh, this isn't advice on getting a loan, this is advice on the difference between the two lenders. So what happens is when you're working with an online lender, they often have lower interest rates. This could mean that they have higher closing costs or they're charging you a point. There's a lot of hidden fees and online lenders aren't known for their customer service. They're strictly online, so they're not going to meet with you in person, they're not going to go over all these options. What happened in our transaction is there was some mistakes happening with the escrow officer. Now, when this was happening, we lean on the lender. Okay, you're getting these two different closing statements, which one can we use because we needed the closing statement in order to order loan documents to close. Now, the online lender was completely MIA. We called, we texted, we emailed for about a week straight. We had nothing back. Normally, a lender in this situation picks up the phone and looks at the closing costs and figures out how do we assign the credit, seller credit, buyer credit, because there's a maximum credit you're allowed when you're buying a property, the seller's giving you a credit, there's a maximum that the bank will allow. But the escrow officer didn't do the correct closing report, closing statement, the online lender was not giving us information. So the buyer was trying to do his own calculations of what's a seller cost, what's a buyer cost. And we don't know what the lender, what the underwriter distinguishes as a seller or a buyer credit. They have weird ways of doing it. So all this time and energy and chaos trying to do the lender's job for them, now normally when you're working with a mortgage broker, like my trusted mortgage broker Jason, who I love, they will pick up the phone, they will meet with you, they'll go through exactly how it's done, where the credits go, best case scenario, speak with the escrow officer. We were in the middle trying to get everybody to talk, but it was just impossible. These online lenders were completely MIA. Not saying they weren't able to close a the deal, they were. The client was happy at the end of the day. The chaos in the ride getting there was intense. So you have to look at what's important for you as a buyer, how the process goes, because that online lender, when they went MIA, it could have cost our client the deposit. And with a relationship mortgage broker, they usually want to keep a good relationship with the real estate agent and help the client for future business, referrals, refinancing. So there's a personal level, personal touch that they bring into the transaction. The online lender finally 
assigned a closing person to step in and from that point forward they were able to speak with escrow and get the closing costs sorted out and then we only closed a couple days late. What was scary is that because of the delays in closing the buyer was almost out of a place to live. The seller was delayed and they had all their moving trucks and everything planned so they were going to be out deposits. So there was a lot of money on the line and a lot of stress. And those are situations that when you have good customer service and a personal touch, they don't happen. Luckily, they were able to sort it out. The seller could have canceled on us and we could have lost our deposit, all because of the lender. So with that being said, speak to all the professionals, go through all any hidden fees, closing costs, make sure you're fully informed and you choose which lender you want to work with. Both are good, both are just a different journey. And that's a, a tip on what to be careful for in escrow because that could have been a scary situation. But like most deals, we end up closing it, everyone works hard, overcomes the obstacles and jumps over those hurdles and we have happy buyer, happy seller, and a closing. And that's the lesson for today, 15 lessons in 15 years, episode two. Make sure you subscribe below because these are all the things that I have to go home and drink wine about at night that are happening that I'm sharing with you on Carrie TV in this special series. So. Thanks for watching. Tune in next week. We're actually going to go over closing costs and fees when buying and selling a home. What you don't know, what to expect, what to look for. See you guys next week. Cheers.